It's day five in the Edition Men's World Cup. The Dutch have turned up and bought some goals with them as well. And for South Africa, is today D-Day. With the World Cup Daily, my name is John Lee. I'm here with Matt Allen. Day five, Matt. We're up and rocking and rolling. Well, there was certainly no shortage of goals in yesterday's games, John. As you said, the Dutch have brought them, and uh, seven to start off the, the tournament for them, unanswered from Malaysia. I don't think they were expecting quite such a battering. No, I'm pretty sure they weren't. I'm sure Roland Altmans would be very disappointed with that result. Let's get into the result, shall we, before we get into the rest of the show, because we've got a lot to get through. First up, it was the Netherlands versus Malaysia, the early game at Bubaneshwa, and uh, (laughs) the Dutch just roll on, don't they? Well, you know, from a Malaysian perspective, how would you summarise it, John? Uh, Pretty simply, Matt. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And they were. I don't... um, Look, it's one game, and... uh, I think the Malaysians can play a lot better hockey than they did, but as I said on the, the socials, I thought it was pretty much bruise-free hockey. They just didn't seem to want to get involved. Well, we certainly saw it from the Chinese. They you know, were fearless in their approach. Yeah, you're right, Malaysia didn't really seem to be that together defensively. So some flashes going forward and some you know, some good individual skill, but barely threatened the Dutch goal. Oh, they... How often were we going through our goals of the day? Did we see players unopposed... Unmarked, yeah, walking back, yeah, through defence, right. walking past three and four players at yeah, some they were back, stages, back, backing off from the challenge, and yeah. particularly in the circle, which was really disappointing from Malaysia because I've always thought they were one of those teams that really dug in and ground out teams. They they weren't one of those flashy teams that went past people and scored amazing goals. They oh, no, worked gen- really hard. Yeah, generally a very hard working defensive mm. side. They they look to score on the break. You know, they love throwing those overheads twenty five to twenty five, um, and Earning those short corners, you know, that's how they get a lot of their goals, but <laughs> zero goals on the ball. Look, the Dutch, all the midfield running, f- a fluid team effort throughout. Preusser and Hertzberger were absolutely sensational together, and I think they were probably involved in five or six of the, the goals, were well, certainly four of them with Hertzberger's hat trick. Yeah, and we'll hear more about uh, Hertzberger's hat trick a little bit later on. Um, but the Malaysians have made it very hard for themselves to get out of the pool stage now with that that goal difference is going to make it very difficult when you consider the other two teams in the pool are Germany and Pakistan and they played the late game at nine, um, at 7pm time, and I was expecting a goal fest didn't turn out that way the goal was scored in the 36th minute only one of them and that was to Germany they took out that game 1-0 it was a very tight encounter. I think the Pakistan side probably surprised quite a few people. I was having a bit of debate on the, some chat rooms with people and they thought that the Germans were going to go on to win 4 or 5-1 in the game. I actually thought Pakistan were going to score the next goal after the Germans had gone up because I thought they created lots and lots of opportunities. If only they had somebody on the line to stick it in the back of the net because there's a hell of a lot of balls went yeah. across. Um, yeah, I thought they were unfortunate. Um, 12 circle entries to 6 in Germany's favour, 57%. Um, positive on the possession stats uh, but I don't think the Germans bossed the game I thought it was probably a little bit too much individual skill from some of the players involved and Christopher Ruhr, he likes to run with the ball doesn't he one stage he was uh, he was caught running back fast towards his own goal with only one defender behind him 
Um, likes his 3D skills. I don't know. I don't like him very much. I don't think. Oh, you've just got a problem with that headband. That headband. Yeah, I didn't like it in the indoor World Cup either. I think he showboats far too. Oh, much. Oh, there we go. That's the official word from Matt Allen. I did think that Dan Newman had a fantastic game. I'm surprised that uh, Matt Scrambush got the the player of the, the the game there because I thought Newman was fantastic um, for the Germans. Uh, picked the picked got them out of trouble on quite a few occasions. Picked the ball up um, and, and drove forward. He was um, he was superb. And of course, I do think that because he's scored fancy team John oh yes of course he would have loved that well that's the end of the pool first round of the pool game so everybody's played one game and today we'll be getting into the first of the second round games of pool C well more on that in a second well, yeah, um, we've had a chance to to look at everybody so far, and a, yeah. you know, a few little upsets in there. Uh, but you know, those bigger sides that they generally take their time to warm into a tournament, so nothing to be too concerned for anybody at all. But yeah, like you said earlier, it's going to be D Day um, over the second uh, phase of games for a lot of the teams. Now we'll hear from Ernst Bart very shortly in his predictions of uh, of Day Five, but we've also heard from me here Vasavda. Uh, about his experiences so far in the first couple of days and his thoughts and why don't we take them in now. So joining us is Mihir Vazavda from the Indian Express. Mihir's on the ground there in Bhubaneswa. Uh, Mihir, thanks for joining us on the World Cup Daily. Good to be here, guys. How are you? We're great, thank you, champion. More importantly, how are you and how's the hockey? It's been great so far. Uh, scrappy a bit. Uh, I mean, the first round matches as you'd expect generally, but it's been nice. Uh, great atmosphere. Uh, good game so far. Anybody surprise you, Mahir? Uh, Ireland, I guess. Ireland were, were pretty good. And uh, actually, I don't know why I'm surprised because uh, they were the team no one really wanted to play in the first round. And they've lived up, lived up to that reputation, I guess. We're talking about reputations. Do you think the reputation of any of the big nations has suffered in the opening games? Ah, well, that's an interesting one. Germany, uh, Germany weren't really that happy last night. Uh, but again, they played the way they always do. I mean, uh, you know, ease out a 1-0 win and then, you know, get out of the group stages and peak at the right time. Well, yeah, that's, that's the way they tend to do their business, isn't it? Now, what about just the general atmosphere? We've seen some of the shots of the crowd and the local uh, local Adeans getting involved. Uh, take us through a bit of that. Uh, they've done it pretty well, actually, over here. Uh, uh, India matches obviously have been uh, packed to capacity. Uh, for the non-India games, uh, they've got a lot of school children in uh, from across, across the city. Uh, I mean... Loads of them. Uh, first day, there were some 3,000 school kids. Yesterday, around, around 4,000 of them were brought in. Uh, they fitted a nice fan park, the small mini-sized hockey turfs, which we generally don't see in India. So, so they've tried to create a nice atmosphere. Uh, lots of insects. Uh, that's the only thing that's a bummer, actually. Yeah. I mean, if you're standing <laughs> on the ground not moving, uh, then you're just swarmed by the all over your body. Uh, but apart from that, I think everything's pretty good. I mean, so far, the, there's a good, nice buzz in the city, a lot of positive atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I mean, just take take the insects away and everything's perfect. So there's a nice buzz in the city and there's plenty of insects buzzing around. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> now, Mahir, um, round two games coming up and, of course, kicking off today is uh, India-Belgium we're playing on later on today. Uh, what, are you, what are you expecting out of this second round of pool games? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, uh, if we start with the India match, it's going to be extremely tough. Uh, I mean, uh, India coach Harinder Singh yesterday was saying that uh, they won't compromise on their attacking style of play. 
uh, it sounds very brave and all, but it's a strategy that's always backfired when India played Belgium. And uh, I don't know how it will work out today unless, you know, the strikers take their chances. So that's always been one big problem for India. Uh, so it should be a very, very tough game for them. Um, uh, otherwise, I just expect this to be a round where all the big teams uh, will kind of kind of get into the groove. Uh, a lot of teams have uh, had a rough start, rusty start to the campaign. And I think this should be a time when, when they kind of ease into the tournament, settle in and, and shift their gears now. Well, that's fantastic, Mihir. Well, we look forward to catching up with you as the tournament goes on. Uh, enjoy your hockey and, uh, yeah, take the, uh, the fly spray with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm carrying a couple of bottles with me every day. <laughs> well, we often do that, but it's another liquid that's inside. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mihir. Great to be here, guys. Hi, I'm Flynn Ogilvy, and you are listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. That's super for Mihir Vasavda from the Indian Express joining us there. You can catch up with Mihir on Twitter, M-I-H-I-R-S-V. That's at Mihir S-V on Twitter. You can catch up with us on Twitter as well, John, yeah. and Instagram and Facebook, all at the reverse stick. In fact, I'd like people to get in touch with us and hashtag I do. Because we need to know how many people are listening. If you listen to our, the daily podcast, choose a social media, any one of them, Twitter, Facebook or Instagram or whatever else you're on. If you make it a hockey post, also put the yeah. hashtag I do on there. As hashtag well, and I we'll do know. and well, we'll know you're listening. Well, one of the problems we've got, we're available on every possible platform, John. You can get yeah. us on Spotify, you can get us on Google Podcasts, you can get on Apple Podcasts, you can get us on your favourite podcast provider. You can follow a link from our social media pages to Podlink to a little player there. You can go to our website, thereversestick.net, and listen to their, uh, listen to all of our previous Reverse Stick shows, all of our World Cup dailies, and of course all of our World Cup dailies from the Women's World Cup. Exactly. Hashtag I do, and let us know you're listening. Now, we mentioned uh, what's going on around the tournament there at Bhubaneswar. Uh, they've got a mascot, Matt. Well, they have indeed, John, and I was very fortunate. He's a, he's a very busy mascot, but I had the opportunity just to catch up for a couple of minutes with him last night. Ollie, thanks so much for joining us today on the World Cup Daily Podcast. <coughs> You've obviously been working very hard in the lead-up to the Hockey World Cup. How are you enjoying the tournament so far? Well, that's just great. Well, tell me, out of all the olive ridley sea turtles out there in the world, and of course, Gahemata Beach in Odisha is a very popular spot for you guys, particularly at this time of the year, how do you get the job at the Hockey World Cup as the mascot? <coughs> right, so it's not just the hockey events you're the mascot for, you're there for all national and international sporting events that take place there in Odisha. Just incredible. What are you looking forward to most for the rest of the tournament? <coughs> You've now had a chance to see everybody play in the tournament so far. Can you pick a winner? Well, no surprises hearing that from you there, Ollie. Uh, just before we let you go, bring back the bully, yes or no? Hi, I'm Flynn Ogilvy, and you are listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Well, that's super of Ollie the mascot to join us there. Is um, that a real turtle noise? But. Uh, what do you mean a real t- I interviewed Ollie the mascot. That's actually a turtle sound. That's not, in, that's not any turtle. That's Ollie the mascot. 
Okay. He, he might have been a little bit preoccupied at the time, though. Okay, well, I'm, I'm leaving that. It's very um, busy at a certain time of the year on the beaches of, uh, of uh, Odisha. Uh, okay. Um, maybe we should get to the uh, part predictions for day five of the Odisha Men's World Cup. It's going to be a, a very much a defining day for Pool C. So let's find out what Ernst has to say. You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between Studio Hockey and the Reverse Dick. This Sunday marks Day 2 for the Pool A teams. We start off with a certain Canada, South Africa. For both teams, this is the game they should win if they want to continue to the next round. Canada has probably a slightly better team, but South Africa has better individuals. I bet this time the individuals will beat the team. I think it will be a narrow victory for South Africa, 1-2. But it's the second game of this Sunday that will put everybody on the edge of their seat. Host nation India will face Belgium. Both are gold medal contenders and fighting for the direct route to the quarterfinals the winner of this game will top Pool A. Normally I think Belgium will beat India 8 times out of 10, but this one will be a nail-biter. I think Belgium will lead 3-0, but then India will claw its way back into the game. End score 3-2 for Belgium. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup Predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey. Or as they say in India, up, bus hockey. Hi, I'm Shane Midden, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Well, thank you very much, Ernst, for the latest daily predictions from StudioHockey.com. Oh, 2-1 win for South Africa and a 3-2 win for Belgium over the host nation. Well, it is a defining day for Pool C. You'd think uh, this is the game that will decide who's going to finish top of the pool and who's going to miss out and be going home after the pool stages. Canada and South Africa are playing for that third spot and India and Belgium playing for top spot. Now, there is a little bit riding on top spot because you go straight through to the quarterfinals mm-hmm. and you're possibly missing Germany on the way through. Um, if you go to the, uh, the, um, the crossover stage, the, so, um, it's a big game for both of those teams and it's, it's a real big opportunity for India to show their credentials if they seriously think they're in for a podium finish. Well, like Mahir said, they often find a way to stuff it up against the Belgians. <laughs> uh, so we'll look on with interest with that. Um, I think that's actually going to be a draw, that game. I think a 3-3 draw is quite likely. I don't know about the Canada-South Africa game, though. That's going to That be could tight. easily be a draw, too. Um, you'd think on the opening game that Canada would get up, but like Ernst said, there could be some individuals that stand out there, and I think lads like Peyton and uh, young, the young guy Spooner from South Africa can have a huge influence in this game. And, and this is a stage where people, well, maybe not the players, but certainly coaches and people like us outside of the teams, start thinking about what the permutations are looking forward as, uh, as the pools settle down and teams sort of put themselves in contention or drop themselves out so uh, these are the, the really important games these second round games 
Um, phew, it's it's both of them are very hard to pick. Both of those games. Yeah, it's going to be another warm one there again. Twenty four degrees, fifty nine percent humidity, and six k winds around the uh, game time this evening. Yeah, a bit of humidity there, and I think that'll uh, that'll tell on the teams as we get further into the tournament, and fitness will become, and stamina, uh, a, a real big factor in in the results. I think. Indeed they will, John. Um, what else have we got to clear We've up? We've got our we goal of the day. Of course the goal of the day. The, we'll go with the generic sponsor. Yeah, generic sponsored goal, goal of, of the day. day. And uh, today's goal of the day is from a hat-trick hero from the Netherlands, Jerome Hertzberger. Jeroen. Jeroen. Yeah, <laughs> that's his name, Jeroen. Oh, OK. Hertzberger will do. That's it. Um, he, he put three away, and the last one of them was an absolute... Classic individual goal. Let's catch it from Charlie what was Groom, it? shall we? 20 seconds left on? Not even Nine, that. was it? Nine or eight yeah. seconds on the clock yeah. when he scored. Oh, Charlie Broom and get the action. Preusser. Oh, lovely touch. Hertzberger through. One on one. Has he got the power? Has he got the skill? Has he got the finish? You better believe it. Oh, my word. What a finish from Jeroen Hertzberger. And that was a fabulous goal on the reverse, smashed into well, the, yeah. it's just the... Well, the ball went end-to-end. There was a breakdown from the Malaysians. Um, yeah, it would have been with about 20 seconds to go. The ball was cleared. Preusser had a deft little touch from inside that released Hertzberger. He sprinted clear, um, headed towards the top left of the D and stuck it in the bottom right on the reverse. And they found they fairly cracked it to, to get your hat-trick. So well done on the generically sponsored goal of the day. Hertzberger. Yep, thank you very much to the FIH and Star Sports India uh, for the audio from the commentary and, of course, from Charlie Broom. Oh, excellent commentary going on there, by the way. Charlie and Rick have certainly hit it off, and Dan and Jake Beer are are pulling their weight in the other game as well. It's been, the coverage has been fantastic. Um, I think on the first day they got a bit carried away with their big overhead crane shot, but they've settled down a little bit there. They're still using it, but not quite as much, and uh, it's just been fantastic. Stats and replays and yeah, really enjoying it. Next level. It's, it's, and it's yeah. what we've been calling for and it's what we want to see. Now, if you are missing the voice of Ashley Morrison in the commentary box, Ash is doing a 90-second daily podcast yep. with uh, his review on the, the previous day. Uh, so you can search for Not The Footy Show on the socials and you get the links to that for, for Ash's stuff. Oh, there's plenty going on, isn't there? Um, anything, how have you found the umpiring so far? Because in the other podcasts we've talked about the umpiring, I think they've basically flown under the radar, haven't they? They have, which is what you often say we, we, we want to hear. Look, there's always the debate that's going to happen. Isn't yeah, there? I, th- I think they're a bit, um, they're a bit lax on things like uh, stick checks. We saw one in the Malaysian game where Germany, um, the Netherlands, scored a goal following it, which should have been a free hit to the Malaysians in the middle of the field. Um, there's a lot of flashing tackles, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, from then, behind. Yeah, and the, from the sticks kind of waved out, and you can hear something in there, but it just doesn't look very pretty. I tell you, the other thing that annoys me is as well is getting the free heat, free hits taken where they've actually occurred because the guys are getting five, ten metres advantage. They're getting called back. They move back a metre, and the umpire says, "Okay, play on." Well, hang on, if you're going to blow it and you make it, you're making a point of bringing the ball back to the the, the point of the offence. Actually, get it back to that spot. Well, it's funny because I know in the grades we play, that's one of the rules that umpires tend to be really pedantic about is where the free hit. It, it, take it back there, mate. That's where it's from, yeah. and especially when play on happens. 
Because yeah, that's right, because you can get an unfair advantage exactly. from Exactly, and I, I'm sure, and I'm sure Ke- Keely Dunn will help us out with the official rule there when she can, but I'm, I was under the impression that you can't play on from in front of where the free hit took place. Is that correct? Sorry, you can't? You can't play on from in front of where the free hit took No, it's got to be at the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so because you've got five, five metres, your defending side have, have, have got to give that five metres. Well, that's right. If, you, if you've come two metres forward and they're three metres away, then they can be infringed for it. If it's, yeah. And I think that's one area where umpires have got to really be on the ball about. That's where the free hit is. So that's the five yards. If that, if you've gone forward of that five yards and played on, that player's not infringing anymore. Yeah, it's things like that that set the standard and set the tone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, that's uh, another podcast under our belt. Yeah, number five. I was going to say done and dusted, John. I'm not going to say uh, that because don't apparently, say done apparently and somebody's got a hashtag done and dusted monitor um, up and running. Somewhere. I have that. Yeah, apparently. So. Oh, don't say done and dusted then. No, but thank you so much for Mahir Fasafta from the Indian Express for joining us. Of course, Ernst Bart from Studio Hockey. Jazz Craig from uh, Times in. And we get Times. some more stuff coming in from yeah. Jazz from the Times of India, and most importantly, our special guest for today, Ollie the mascot. Ollie, hope you travel well in the uh, the rest of the tournament. Daisy Company, folks. I look forward to the hockey today. Should be a ripping game, especially. The the late one, India and Belgium. More action to come tomorrow, and we'll be bringing it to you. See you on show six.